Hello everyone, good to see you, it's been a while, and I um, apologize, I've been running around trying to deal with this housing situation, which is so ridiculous that it's not even worth talking about, so let's move on to what's more important, more interesting, the elections. Now I wanted to wait until all the dust settled, and um, wanted to wait until... Um, we knew for sure what was happening. And basically, worst case scenario, the Democrats keep the Senate. Maybe they have pick up one seat. But at the very least, 50-50, they lost the House. Which means investigations. But we'll get to that later. Nancy Pelosi stepped down. I think she... I'm pretty sure she probably won't run next time. Because someone broke into her house and looking for her, beat her husband with a hammer. And I told you all, if you listen to this podcast, if you listen to my other content, that that's what it would take. Um, or at least that was one path. Um, somebody um, hurting members of the ruling class or the political class. That seemed to be the only thing that would get them... Um, that would wake them up and to make them try to develop a society that's based on some decent humanity and some kind of sanity. I think they were trying to do that in 2020, and I think the masses of us rejected it because we didn't understand what was happening. And um, that's our fault. Can't blame anybody for that. So now we seem to be on the path of... Um, what I always used to say, that somebody, when a homeless person kills a Wall Street investor, stabs him in the street or something like that, with a broken glass or something, a rusty razor or something like that, that's when we'll have revolution. I hate that it's that violent. I hate that we have to go down that path. But everybody, ruling class, political class, and the masses seem to be comfortable with that path. Seems to be the path we're on. Most people I talk to aren't even are trying and forcing themselves not to think about it, but this is where we are. Um, we're going to have investigations. They're going to investigate Hunter Biden. They're going to ask black people, why would you vote for a man who was locking your son's father's uncle's nephews up in prison for 20, 30, 40 years while his son was doing the same exact thing in some situations worse than some of uh, the black men that were put in prison. Some of the black men uh, were innocent and a lot of them have been um, exonerated. But Hunter Biden was guilty, guilty, guilty. Crackhead extraordinaire. But he didn't get prison. He got high-end jobs, living off of his father's name and taking advantage of the Biden name. Um, black people are so ridiculous when it comes to politics. Now, anyway, it, it won't be... It'll just be another shame. And maybe we'll say, you know... We're tired of being the laughing stock of the political world. We're tired of being taken advantage of, and maybe we'll do something different. 
I have no faith in that, but it's always possible. Uh, Biden has two years to do something. I doubt that he will because he believes that things are better than they are. Sure, if you're in the top 40% of the country, you're doing all right. If you're in the top 20, you're doing good to great. Top 10, great. But how long can an empire go or a country go or a society go when 60% of its members are living at or below the poverty line for no other reason than because the ruling class says? Because that's the only reason that we're living that way. If money is fiat and can be not even printed but created just by adding decimal points on a computer screen, why are people struggling? Why don't people have money? Why? There's no other reason for it. Now, here's the thing that you have to watch out for in the 2024. Trump is back. He's going to run. If Biden doesn't give us anything, Trump is going to say, hey, I gave you stimulus. I gave you child tax credit. I gave you uh, all of these things, rent moratorium. I gave you these things. Now, you can argue, well, it wasn't Trump doing it, but it was under his presidency. Under Biden's presidency, he let the child tax credit expire, plunging 40% more children into poverty. Um, and like I always say, poverty is created, and Biden is creating it. So, or at least he's managing the creation of poverty in children, the most vulnerable of people. He doesn't even have enough sense to say, well, figure out a way to feed the children. If I got to do a state of emergency or whatever, I'll do it. No, he wants to do everything through Congress and do everything through politics. Now, I guess in some conceptual way, you kind of want the society to work that way because then you would have a functioning society. But we're past that. This is a this is an insane um, dystopia that we're living in. Okay, so now how do you manage that? How do you get out of that? How do you make it safe for the majority of the people? Because I can tell you. I ride the train every day or just about every day and it is a it's like the purge down there in the New York City subway. Fights, arguments. I've seen innocent looking people cursing other people out because they brushed by them on a crowded train or didn't say excuse me or something like that. The anger, the bitterness, the um it's there. It's it's all around us. And it's swallowing us whole. Again, you can solve these problems, but nobody seems to want to solve them. Um, those of us who are embittered, most of us don't seem to want to solve it. And the people who have the power don't seem to want to solve it. So we're going down, down, down. And I say, might as well enjoy yourselves, party, have a good time in the next year or so. Live it up because... um. What else are you going to do? I mean, if you're not going to do the social and political work to make a sane society, then you might as well party. Now, for those of us who 
understand this stuff and kind of want a sane society because we want our children and if you have grandchildren and nephews and nieces and great nieces and great nephews to function. There is a, an option out there. Nobody's really talking about it yet, but Andrew Yang and Christine Whitman, not Whitman, um, I forget her name, but she was governor of New Jersey. Um, and they've teamed up and they have a party. It's a third party. Now, Andrew Yang is the universal basic income guy. He's been seen with some Republicans. I don't know, maybe some establishment Republicans will break off from Trump and they'll form a third party. Um, I don't know how well that will go because Trump is running with 70% of 70 million people. There's a lot of hateful people. There's a lot of people who said we did better under Trump than Biden. Um, so we'll see. But if the ruling class can get behind Yang and um, this new party, if the ruling class says, let's just pay off the um, useless eaters so that we can go to our Broadway shows, so that we can function, so that we can have our go to our sporting events and watch our teams play and on and on and on, the way Mark Cuban said, then you have a chance that, you know, if Yang and his party are not there, that issue gets put on the table and adopted by either the Republicans who join this party, the establishment, the Republican Party, or the Democratic Party. And you might think, well, the Democratic Party probably would adopt it first, and Yang was a Democrat, but or is a Democrat, or was a Democrat. But the Democrats don't seem to want to give people freedom. Um, they seem to want us in these jobs that don't do anything. Traveling to and from work, which is destroying the environment. When we could be working from home or getting a UBI and developing new businesses and new, um, con well, not new concepts, but new content, new businesses, new art, new culture. Uh, and giving family stability. Uh, the Dems don't seem to want it. The Republicans might adopt it if the ruling class says that they should adopt it. And so that's the in the shadows. May come to something. It may come to nothing. Um, in the meantime, personally, I'm working on a lot of things. Uh, I'm working on a proposal for a rental assistance program where people can rent apartments for decent rates. And I'm trying to write a proposal to get some subsidies so that a family doesn't have to end up in a shelter. They can apply for our apartments like any other apartments. But 
instead of us demanding a certain number of rent three times or four times the rent, the market rate or whatever the rent is, we will say there is no um, requirement as far as salary. We'll take 30% of your salary. We'll just subsidize it with the money that we get from grants. That's what we're going to do. We're going to own the buildings. We're going to buy the buildings. We're going to own the apartments. We're going to own it all. And so that's what we're going to do. That's what I'm writing and working on. And I'm about halfway done. I'm working with some other people who know how to write grants. They say I'm on the right track. So um, here we go. And you know me. I'm always trying to build institutions, trying to build systems that are sane. This is what it means to fight. This is what it means to hang in there. Uh, I know we've been taught that it means conforming, going to the going to the bullshit job, trying to get a paycheck and trying to pay your bills, but that's over. It means to fight means to to develop new systems, to develop new institutions, and they don't have to be big. They just have to be sane and independent and functional and deal with concepts like justice and some empathy, but mostly just sanity. Um, nobody should be living on the street when there's places to live. Nobody should be going hungry when there's food every going to waste. Nobody should be um, going without uh, clothing when there's an abundance. So I say we, if you want to make a better society, we can. If you don't, you're probably going to die soon because... The path that we're going down, if, you, if you're not developing new systems, new world order, then you're being ground into moat. And I always say ground into moat. It's a variation on Pascal's ground into dust because I um, read an article where um, creming, cremating people was causing pollution and that they were running out of places to bury people. Besides that, a lot of people can't afford to be buried. So they were using human beings and grinding them up and using them as mulch. So that's why we say ground, ground into mulch. That's what we will be. I hope that you don't do that. I don't want that to happen. Um, and you see, if you look at all my content, I'm doing my part. You can do your part by donating, supporting my platforms, or becoming a sponsor. I hope that you do, and um, until next time, um, try to be careful, try to be safe. COVID is raising its ugly head again. Flu viruses, all these diseases are coming and hitting us really hard, so try to stay safe, try to stay healthy, uh, take care of your body, take care of your mind. You're going to need them, both things to be intact. And to be at least somewhat healthy to make it do 2023. Um, again, take care. Be safe. Much love. And send questions, please.